1: Yeah, bitch. Stoner Jesus Show podcast. Recorded live on November 4th, 2015. We're on Cannabis Radio on Spreaker. Podcast, of course, on sternjesus.net. Cannabisradio.com. Many other platforms. I'm on Twitter at stonerjesus420. Tweet my link to the show whenever, wherever, and however you're listening, and you will get a retweet interact with the show in the chat area, on Spreaker. Cannabis radio account. Email the show, stonerjesus420 at gmail.com. There's a group on Facebook. You can search Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook. That's where the hardcore fans are. Search Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook. Post funny shit. Stories for the show. Whatever mostly a lot of Jesus memes which is great ties in with the theme the theme being Jesus Jesus is stoned man that's it, it's the whole fucking thing there's no mystery to it speaking of no mystery the fleshlight quick shot giveaway ends in a couple days there's a page for that on sternjesus.net in the top menu bar Basically, you retweet everything. You see the hashtag SJShow. I use the hashtag SJShow a lot. It's the official hashtag of the Stoner Jesus Show. If anything can be said to be official, it's the fucking hashtag. So use it, retweet it, and you can win a Fleshlight quick shot. If you don't know what that is, well, it is an advancement in masturbation technology. There's been advancements in all sorts of technology, as is evidenced by the fact that I'm doing this stupid little show. Masturbation technology is no different. We are moving forward. We are progressing. Getting better every day. We check that out. <laughs> uh, this is usually where the Haunted House updates have been. And uh, we'll talk about issue three here in a minute. I'm not going to get too much into it. But I do have a few things to say. The Haunted House updates. Of course, the Haunted House has been dismantled as far as I know. Last podcast, if you didn't catch it. St. Peter, uh, he, he he did the whole thing. He put it all together, but apparently, when the the people were coming in, you know, the amount of tickets sold didn't match the amount of money that that motherfucker gave me. He was short to the tune of about two hundred forty bucks. And lo and behold, I come in today. I say, where's St. Peter? They say he's not here. He's not downstairs in his basement, in his little basement room. He's nowhere to be found. The motherfucker skipped out on two hundred and forty dollars he owed me. Can you believe that? It's a rhetorical question. Of course you should believe it. He's done much worse. Two hundred forty bucks. I'm just supposed to. I'm just supposed to say fuck it. And what about his contractual obligations to do uh, perform various stupidity on the show? It's very serious legal business we're getting into here. Talking, talking litigation. That's right, litigation. It's a big fucking word for today. So he's, you know, he's, he's skipping. He's skipping, and that's bullshit. Coming up, we got a fancy football update. Speaking of bullshit, holy crap! Holy crap! Just hear what your hero Stanor Jesus did in the Stanor Jesus Fancy Football League this past weekend. Holy crap! Did I say holy crap? Also, we're gonna have an interview with radio personality Ralph Sutton. He has a nationally syndicated rock show called the Tour Bus. I am Ralph Sutton on Twitter. He also has a podcast called the Sex Drugs and Rock and Roll Podcast, the SDR Show It's a podcast he does with Big J Okerson. I'm listening to a lot of it lately. Just fucking crazy shit. The SDR Show. Dot com like this is crazy shit, that's a different kind of crazy shit. You know, it's like it's like the well, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It's that type of crazy shit. The crazy shit here, I don't know. Dick jokes, your mom jokes. <laughs> Who knows? I think it's as far as the shtick goes. So coming up, fantasy, football, uh Ralph Sutton, as I said, and you know, we may check out a couple odd stories before we get out of here, before we go to our first break, be remiss of me if I didn't mention Ohio's issue three. If you're listening to CanvasRadio.com, you were listening to Radical Russ earlier. You talked a lot about it. I'm not going to harp on the subject. I'm not going to go into you know huge uh, diatribe about it, although I could. All the things that were wrong with the bill itself, all the things that went wrong with uh, the campaign. Uh, the, the the heavy handedness of the state legislature and the Secretary of State in Ohio, so on and so forth, but you get you know what it doesn 't matter as you three last night got fucking destroyed destroyed just like I did your mom last night. come on, never forget my roots, but seriously though, I almost nine hundred thousand votes it didn 't even get thirty six percent of the vote, it was decimated by a large amount. Going into the night, I wouldn't have been surprised if it had lost with like forty six or forty seven percent of the vote. That's where some of the latest polls had been, as far as specific support for issue three. Those people didn't show up. Apparently, whoever got called for the polls, that day they had something else to do. Because they did not get to the polls, they did not vote yes, and almost thirty point drubbing landslide if you will whatever you want to call it it was <laughs> well that's it I think I've run out of adjectives it was It was fucking it was awful there's no other way to describe it but just a fucking complete wipeout. and you know it is what it is and as Russ said earlier it's it's weird to see people who are supposed activists in the community cheering the continuation of Prohibition in Ohio. That's the way it is. It's the way things are seen now. Marijuana legalization is seen as an inevitability, which I think is a dangerous thing to do, but who the fuck am I? I'm a marijuana mascot, according to many people. That's why I guess the, the, the category I'd be considered in. I'm a marijuana mascot. Whatever. Me and Buddy. We get Buddy in here be my co-host since fucking St. Peter skipped out. It would be me and Buddy, the Staring Jesus and Buddy show. So, you know, what do I know? I'm just a guy with a microphone. Apparently they, they, those people know better than me, so good for them. Go do it. Issue 2 past, which makes it harder, makes it harder, so good luck with that too. You know, whatever. I'm fucking moving. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I'm fucking moving nothing around here anyway. It sucks. The only good thing ever about Ohio was going to be legal weed. That'd be the first thing that ever good ever happened in Ohio. And the fact that the Bengals may win the Super Bowl this year, <clears throat> which if you're a long-time father of the Bengals, you know how bizarre that is. So anyway, issue three was wiped away. What'll happen now? Uh, who knows? The legalization scene is so inevitable that we can just, you know, we can argue over uh, details, so you know what? go argue over the details, man. Whatever I got a show to do. I got people to talk to, I got a, a disappointing fancy football reports uh, to, to, to to dissect how things went so utterly wrong this weekend in my fancy football league. I have important shit to do. I got a porn star interview Friday night. Library girl, Kendra Sunderland, KS library girl. On Twitter, interviewed uh, Ryland Ray Monday night. Another awesome porn star. Gorgeous women. That's what I'm doing. It's squabbling. Did I say squabbling. Holy shit! Stern T show podcast recorded live on November fourth, two thousand fifteen. Talk about fancy football. The only, the only. Let me put it this way: the only thing that went worse. And then the issue three vote was my fucking fancy football team this weekend. Holy crap. Did I say holy crap? That's coming up. Where's my sponsors as well? Make sure you support them. Find banners on cannabis and stonerjesus.net. It'd be awesome of you to go check out. Ralph Sutton coming up in about seventeen and a half minutes. Stoner Jesus Show, bitches, we'll be back. The Stoner
0: Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com.
2: Hey, Slow Rollers. When was the last time that you rolled a really beautiful joint? If you care about elegance, design, and a great smoking experience, it's time to start rolling with quality rolling papers from the Slow Roll Society. We specialize in the most beautiful and unique rolling papers from all over the world. Treat yourself or spoil your favorite stoner. Check us out online at Society.com for products and prices and how to get 15% off your first order. Slow Roll Society. Stay classy.
1: Stoner Jesus here to tell you about another awesome sponsor of the show, Skinfully Wicked, natural skin care for the inked. Check out the Sinful Soap banner on StonerJesus.net if you smoke like a dirty hippie there's no reason you have to smell like a dirty hippie find handcrafted natural soaps with hemp seed oil and more click that sinful soap banner on stonerjesus.net they have all kinds of products including soaps and other cosmetic creams check out skinfullywicked.com or simply click the sinful soap banner on stonerjesus.net skinfully wicked natural skin care for the inked go check out all they have including those handcrafted natural soaps with hemp seed oil. Just click that sinful soap banner on stonerjesus.net. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. they got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. Don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, tell you all about it.
2: It's a very large selection of hemp goods. Everything from reusable coffee filters to Frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body products, bags on the retail site. Again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to Hemptations.com and get the info on the store. response to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection
1: and as beach always says having temptations you're listening to the stoner jesus show not only can stoner jesus show podcast be found on stoner jesus.net you can also find them on cannabis you can also find the show by searching stoner jesus on Spreaker.com and the Spreaker Radio app, also the Stitcher Radio app, iTunes, the iHeart Radio app, and iHeart.com. If you want the links to all of these, go to stonerjesus.net in the top menu bar. There's a page that says, Listen to the Stoner Jesus Show. There you can find all the different ways. You can listen to the Stoner Jesus Show podcast. All other information on the show can be found at stonerjesus.net.
0: with Orange Hill contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at Development.com. the following cannabisradio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive this program is not suitable for all audiences and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of cannabisradio.com its staff management or sponsors listener discretion is advised.
1: Yep. Stern Jesus Show podcast recorded live November 4th, 2015. We got Ralph Sutton coming up in about 11 minutes. Broadcasting live on Cannabis Radio on Spreaker and the Spreaker Radio app. Where you find the podcast at Steran CannabisRadio.com, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeart. All that happy horseshit with heavy heart that i go now to the fancy football update as you may know before the start of football this year one of our fans of the show lando known as a dark underscore dank underscore lucha on twitter which by the way he's having a great year in fancy football he created the league i told him create the league i'll promote it i'll play uh, you know the games or whatever and, you know, leading up to it, I said, you know, you know, I'm not, I've never really been good at fantasy football. I know what I need to know about football. I've watched it every weekend for, I don't know, three decades. But I've never been really good at fantasy football. So, you know, I kind of made some jokes about it. So on and so forth. But uh, it turns out I'm really not good at it. It's really, I really, really suck. Don't believe me? Check this out. To the scores, the MTPG 420 Turtles beat Team Kolaruatola, 90 to 73. MTPG, longtime listener of the show, now six and two. Dez caught it. Beat Dank Memes, 105 to 70. Lando's team, Lando's Snowbunnies, beat Team Adams, 122 to 118. A barn burner there. Speaking of barn burners, Dez didn't catch it. Of course, not to be confused with Dez caught it. This didn't catch it, beat disco stew eighty-three to eighty two. Now we come to my game. By the way, uh, MTPG and Lando are both six and two. Whoops. So I forgot to turn my phone down. <laughs> I should do that now. First starts getting on my fucking nerves. I don't think it really could get on my nerves anymore than this goddamn fancy football thing he has. Damn, I had Twitter open and everything. Holy shit. There we go, that's better. It's very unprofessional. I don't care. I don't care. When I read you this score, you understand why I don't give a shit. I got problems, kid. Tom Brady Deflation School beat the stoner heaven Jesuses by a score of. It's not a joke. It's not an exaggeration. is the actual score. 100 and 24 to 58 now i went to public school my math skills aren't the greatest but i think that that is a 66 point loss that's right if memory serves me the biggest loss and this is week 8 of this this league the biggest loss of anybody i'm 2 and 6 i just got beat 124 to 58 you may think, oh, Stenner Jesus, you, may, you must have done something. And I'll admit, I did not replace my defense this week. Even though it doesn't matter. It's the Lions' defense. So it wouldn't have mattered if they played anyway. Or maybe they did. I don't know. Is that what this is? This is not what I looked at earlier. Anyway, they did play. And as I said, they got zero points. Vincent Jackson, some dumbass wide receiver, zero points. Only people who did anything. Cam Newton, my quarterback, twenty. Marcus Colston, wide receiver for New Orleans, nineteen. That's it. Thirty-nine of my massive fifty eight points. It's bad. It's sucking bad. I'm two and six. I just got drubbed. Drubbed. Is that a word? I think it is. Drubbed. I was drubbed. My Tom Brady deflation school, which, by the way, is a funny name, but it's not so goddamn funny when I'm losing by sixty-six points. It's bad. Matt Forte six points. Giovanni Bernard three points. T. Y. Hilton one point. Ladarius Green one point. Defense zero points. This is my fucking kicker at eight. Fifty-eight. That's what I got. Fifty-eight. Here's your fucking fancy football update, you bastards! <laughs> Man, I did not anticipate the uh, the level of my much like I didn't anticipate the level of the destruction of issue three last night. I did not anticipate the level of destruction that comes with uh, this this fancy football thing. I mean, damn! Your boy, your boy, Stander Jesus. It's having problems. Got an interview with Ralph Sutton coming up. <laughs> Follow I am Ralph Sutton on Twitter. Go check out the SDRShow.com, which is his podcast. The Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll Podcast. We'll do some odd news or whatever before the end of the show if we have time. As well. Stoner Jesus. Show podcast recorded live on November 4th, 2015. I lost by 66. Do you understand that? 66. We'll be back with Ralph Sutton. Coming up, we're on Cannabis Radio on Spreaker Podcast. On CannabisRadio.com and StonerJesus.net. The Stoner
0: Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com.
1: The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you by GigaWax Vaporizers. Check out the GigaWax banner on stonerjesus.net. And make sure you follow GigaWax on Twitter. GigaWax Vaporizers were designed with artists, DJs, producers, musicians, and music lovers in mind. It's quite unique. It has a slim profile, a quartz coil, and it's available in six colors. Buy before January 1st, 2016 at the awesome low price of $49.99. It's GigaWax vaporizer pins check out that gigawax banner on stonerjesus.net hello my children stoner jesus here tell you about another great sponsor of the stoner jesus show it's poddles check out their banner on stonerjesus.net p-o-t-t-l-e-s follow my poddles on twitter they have all kinds of great stuff Including odor free stash containers. Come in all kinds of sizes and colors. They're airtight, watertight, and UV protected. They also got cones, dab stuff. They got glass, tubes, and more. Check out that Pottles banner on stonerjesus.net or simply go to mypottles.com. Think outside the baggie. They always have great deals and more going on. Go get your odor free stash containers and more. Just click that Pottles banner stonerjesus.net.
0: Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm
3: also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more
0: information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP.
3: Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world.
1: General Jesus Show Podcast, recorded live, November 4th, 2015. Like I say a disclaimer makes me feel like something bad's about to happen, I don't know. Gives me a sense of foreboding, right before I go back on the air. This is going to be very graphic and offensive. Still, so it has a little something to the show, I think. <laughs> uh, Hopefully the audio to you all sounds good. I'm having problems with uh, my computer bogging down again. Man, I'm so tired of technical problems. So it gets on my nerves. Anyway, I'm going to call Ralph Sutton on Skype. Follow I Am Ralph Sutton on Twitter. Check out the Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll podcast. TheSDRShow.com. He also does the Tour Bus, which is syndicated nationally on Terrestrial Radio. We're getting all that with him. Coming up, make sure all of my audio shit right. Normally, St. Peter will be helping with the engineering portion of it, but again, as, as I told you, he skipped out on the 240 bucks he owes me. Real dick move, in my opinion. You know. This is Your Podcast. Let's call Ralph. Let's see how that goes. Hopefully, the technical issues do not extend to the interview. It uh, has, a, has a way of happening sometimes. Hello. Hey, Ralph. Hello. Can you hear me? I don't hear you. Hello. That's weird. That sucks. As I was just saying, the uh, technical Hello? problems may be uh, a problem. I don't know. Hmm. So let me try. I have to try something. <laughs> settings. The settings should be good.
2: I don't hear you.
1: That sucks. Let's try again. We'll try calling Ralph back. Ralph does not hear me, which is a problem when you're interviewing someone. It's a major problem. We'll try this again. Hey, Ralph, can you hear me now? Are you there? Hello? Can you hear me? I'm not sure what the problem is.
2: <laughs> uh, hello, hello. Yeah, it always works. I do it all the time. If it's not working again, I will uh, just call you on my cell.
1: That's, uh, that probably sounds like a good idea. Let me try this. Can you hear me now? Strange. This is lame. This is lame. Let me, uh, me uh, t- type to him. <laughs> Let me uh, give him the number. Oh, shit. What did I just get done saying? What did I just get done saying about the technical issues? I said, hopefully they won't extend to the Skype, but here we are. Here we are. It's never ending. It's never ending. (laughs) Ralph, can you hear me now?
3: I hear you now. I'm not sure why I didn't hear you. Did you hear me?
1: Yeah, I could hear you. We were uh, having a conversation without hearing each other, <laughs> or at least without That's you hearing funny. me. I was
3: listening. I was listening online. I heard you say that uh, you were having computer issues, so I was figuring maybe that had something to do with it.
1: I had just got done saying. Hopefully, the issues I was having on this computer didn't extend to the other computer and the Skype. And there you go, right off the bat.
3: Oh, because I, I actually recorded my radio show this morning. So I do with a co-host in Pennsylvania. So I know that it's working on my end.
1: Yeah, oh, I'm sure it's something to do with my end. I have, I'm notorious for the technical issues.
3: I think it, no has worries, some, it, adds,
1: uh, it adds character to the show, I guess.
3: Poop happens. Poop happens, my friend. <laughs>
1: That's right. Indeed it does. We are uncensored here, so uh, you don't have to hold back.
3: Okay, um, well, maybe I'm just a very gentle, polite man.
1: Maybe. That's, and that's your prerogative. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, thank you for being on the show uh, as we finally get things Absolutely. connected here. Um, I know you started, uh, I checked out a lot of your interviews and stuff. You started as like a club promoter and DJ and stuff, and that's how you kind of worked in the radio. Can you give us uh, a little bit of background about how you got to, uh, to, to the radio portion of your career?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I was running, uh, started out running dance clubs when I was a kid and then switched over to rock clubs. And during that era, I worked at some of the biggest rock clubs in New York, uh, Limelight, L'Amour, like these very famous clubs. I became kind of friendly with a lot of rock and roll people, but lost touch with them over a decade where I became, uh, I got involved with being a strip club DJ. I was running a restaurant. I was doing all these different things and then always wanted to try and get into radio. And while I was working at a strip club as a DJ, some guy started, he was a brand new DJ who had a great voice, but I could tell he had no idea what he was doing in a strip club. (laughs) So I went up to him and I said, listen, dude, you seem like, you know what you're doing on the mic, but you have no idea what you're doing in a strip club. Am I right? And he goes, yeah, it's my first day, but I work in radio. And I said, I will make you a deal. I will teach you everything you need to know about strip club DJing. If you get me an audition at the radio station because I've always <laughs> wanted to do radio. And that's exactly what he did. Two, three months later, he brought in the program director. The guy heard me uh, for like an hour in the club and said, all right, man, if you come to the station, which was an almost two-hour drive from my house, uh, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., we'll talk about you uh, working there. And I lived in the city, and this was really out in Jersey. I didn't get home till 3 o'clock in the morning from the strip club DJing. <laughs> I slept for about three hours and drove two hours to have a 10-minute meeting with him to tell me to come back around 11 p.m. that night and train with the overnight guy. And that's how I got started.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I can definitely uh, relate to that. I've done some, like, local FM radio, and it's just, you know, I I guess it's the same with anything else, with stand-up comedy or anything. It's just something that that draws you for whatever reason. And unfortunately, the, the terrestrial radio industry is really... Hitting hitting the skids lately, but uh, oh, lasers! It is
3: it is deader deader than dead, my friend.
1: <laughs> thankfully, we got the internet and the podcasts and and all that shit to keep us going.
3: Yeah, the crazy uh, end of that story is that I drove two hours home, waited around my house with my thumb up my ass <laughs> for about four or five hours, then drove two hours back, and then get there. It's one of these, and uh, anyone that's ever been in radio would know this, but a lot of people may not know, but it's very common that like six stations in a market will be in one building, but the company yeah. will own like a rock station, a country station, a news station. So I get there, and there was about five stations there, but four of them were automated. The only one that was live was the rock station, <laughs> and I'm sitting in a lobby empty waiting for this guy to come get me. He brings me in and says... Um, Look, I'm fighting with my girlfriend right now. i just I don't want to explain anything, so just watch me and we'll we'll <laughs> deal with it more tomorrow, All right? So I'm watching him, and literally he'll do a mic break as soon as he gets off the mic, he picks up the hotline to scream and yell at his girlfriend for <laughs> five minutes and then gets back on the mic, and I'm just sitting in silence and then at like one point, he goes, "All right, this is this, this is that, and you know just watching. I'm leaving in a half hour anyway. When the overnight guy comes, and we'll deal with it again tomorrow. And I just, you know, I'm new. I'm keeping my mouth shut and just watching. But 11:45 midnight, the overnight guy doesn't show, and this guy is so pissed at his girlfriend, he doesn't want to be there. He looks at me, he goes, "You know what, man? Good luck." And he left me there. And I worked a midnight to six shift with literally 30 minutes of half-ass training.
1: Wow sounds like it really adds something to the show if you could like just get into arguments during the breaks really yeah well if you, I mean,
3: uh, if, it would be great if the radio let you actually air those calls it would be yeah. maybe radio wouldn't be dying
1: <laughs> so um you've been doing the uh the tour bus uh for a long time How that get started and how' it uh i know it's grown a lot over the years uh how would, uh, yeah, you it, know, how'd you get to start with that
3: it's at it was at that station, which is funny because that next morning the program director comes in and still sees me there at 6 in the morning and says what the fuck are you doing here I told him the story he goes well I guess you got a job so I started doing overnights two nights a week for about three months and then I always had this idea for a um, a show which was playing all the music I grew up with 80's rock Guns N' Roses Motley Crue Van Allen at the yeah. time nobody was playing that on the radio now you hear it but this is 12, 13 14 years ago so I picked the idea of the show. They said, there's no way you could do it on your own. You've done four overnight shifts. You know, you're crazy. You have to talk one of our jocks into doing it. So my first co-host was this guy, Matt, the one who was from the strip club. I talked him into doing it with me, and we started on that station. And six months later, the show went to number one in the ratings. So I brought it to the biggest station in Jersey, talked them into airing it. Six months later, the same thing, number one in the market for that station. And I started deciding, well, maybe we can get syndicated. So I started walking around the radio station looking for discarded syndicated radio show packets. <laughs> and I just wrote a list of all the, all the syndication companies because I knew nothing about it. And I mimicked it and made my um, package to look like their packages and sent it out to the 11 or 12 networks that were there at the time. Now I don't think any of them exist anymore. And I got a call back from two of them. One of them took the show. And within a year, I had my own syndicated radio show.
1: Wow. I know uh, during but the this funny time... thing is,
3: is that it, I'm sorry? No, go ahead. I was saying the funny thing was in the first six months, I didn't know, I thought, like I think a lot of people think, when you get syndicated, that's it, you're making Howard Stern money. I didn't realize <laughs> that being syndicated didn't mean anything. It's actually, we were syndicated meaning people could take us around the country, radio stations, but if they didn't take the show, we weren't making money. So for six months, the show was imitatable, where nobody was taking us but the one stage we were on in Jersey. So after a show one night where we finished at midnight, we packed up a car, drove down to Miami, which was you know, a 24-hour drive straight through, the whole time down just dialing, switching the dial on the radio, listening for any station that would play any rock and roll. And if they wrote it, they played it. We wrote down the call letters. We wrote down the city we were in. And then when we got to Miami, we looked up all those stations. We made 15 meetings, snaked our way back up the East Coast, came back with five stations just in time for the next show. Damn. A week later.
1: That's some, uh, that's, I guess that's next level hustle, as the kids would say. Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guerrilla tactics.
1: Absolutely. So I know some, at some point during all of this, um, you get booked on the show or you're the subject of the show, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, which some people may remember. It was a, it was a big show several years ago. Um, how did that yeah, come about? about 10 years ago. Yeah.
3: My uh, second, there's only been three co-hosts of the tour bus in the 13 years it's been on the air. My second co-host, a woman named Stacy, had seen the pilot episode. And she came into the studio and said, I have the best idea. It's going to get us all the press in the world. And it should be perfect. And she showed me the website. I downloaded the uh application form. I found the worst picture of myself I could find. <laughs> and I tried to make myself sound like a real sorry sack of shit. And they literally called me two days later because they were looking for someone in radio. And we filmed that year, which was in uh two thousand four. And uh it was the number one most watched episode of that show. For
1: the entire series, yeah, I was watching some of it uh, today, and the, well, the first thing that struck me, um, besides you know the very over the top intro uh, that the show had, was um, and I don't know. I guess it was I guess what we, what you said about your picture. This was kind of your design when the, you know you know that the guys are coming and the cameras are coming, and there's already you know another camera crew there or whatever. Is it just your idea for it to be so messy? and so fucked up, or was that something the producers kind of said, you know, just don't, you know, don't clean anything, don't touch anything, we'll just, you know, we'll bust in there, and we'll do that. How did it, uh was there ever well, any thought of uh, you know, that, making it less so clean the, or whatever?
3: My thought process was, because I am a very clean, immaculate, like my, I have slight OCD, so I'm very clean, but my thought process was that does not make for good television. Yeah. They certainly didn't tell me anything. The show was done pretty real. Every if you ever seen the episode, anyone that's listening, every, thing, every shot was one take. There was very minimal direction. The only time we had to take a second shot was at one point during one of the shoots, like a a, a mic fell or something, so we had to stop and shoot over again. But there, everything that happened was a hundred percent real. You know, the only thing that was fake is that a. I made the place look as terrible as possible. I stopped shaving. I I was, like, just leaving things around. Like, I just wanted it to be a mess for, like, two weeks before they came. And then, B, they make it like it's a day, but it's actually a week that you film. So that's the other difference. But um, those two things were the only real changes. But I just you know, coming from an entertainment background, there is something to be said for, you know, theater of the mind. You want things to come off more entertaining. Absolutely. So what's funny if they come over and the whole place is immaculate?
1: It's not funny. <laughs> so um you also have been mentioning to uh to the people to the listeners before I called you the podcast, the uh I guess at some point you know, like the ninety eight percent of other people on the internet you decided that uh, a podcast was the thing to do, uh, as we all eventually get around to doing. Um, how did the uh the sex, drugs, and rock and roll podcast start? Uh the SDR by the way. Uh, For those listening, how'd that get started? And and if people listen, what can they expect?
3: Yeah, well, the way it started, is funny that one of the other things I've been doing for uh, seven years, seven, eight years now, is I host these rock cruises. There's two of them. One is called Shiprock, which is generally in January. And one is the motorboat, which is the motorhead cruise, which is generally in September. And um, I've been hosting them for. Motorhead cruise is only two, three years old, but Shiprock is seven years old. And, um, every year I've been doing that. And about three years ago, two, three years ago, they asked me, cause I, I give advice on what bands I think should be on the boat and, you know, who would do well on the boat, et cetera. They asked me if I knew any rock and roll comedians. And I said, well, there's one guy I know. He's, you know, very funny. Uh, and it was a comedian by the name of big J. O'Kerson. Yeah. And I just think he's hilarious. And this is three years ago. He's much more popular now at the time. He wasn't as well-known, and I was just casually friends with him. He had come on my radio show on the tour bus once, but we've stayed casual friends. So I booked him on the show, on the boat. I got him on the boat, and they ended up having him and I co-host a lot of events together. And all we did the whole time was make each other laugh. So at the end of it, he said to me, you know, I have a a pretty popular podcast. He has another show called, Legion of Skanks. He says it does pretty well. We, you know, we get a lot of uh, recognition from it. And he said, did you ever think about doing a podcast? I'd love to do one with you. And my reaction to him, this is three years ago now was, I think podcasting is really for people that can't get into radio (laughs) and I'm doing radio. So I don't see why I would do a podcast. Right. Then over the course of that year, all that I kept reading was about, how popular podcasting has become, and Mark Maron and Joe Rogan and, you know, all these, Adam Carolla, and how it's igniting careers and everyone's doing it and the, the explosion of the podcast and blah, blah, blah. So when we did the next cruise, which is uh, last year, Ship Rock, I think, no, not last year, the year before, um, I said, you know what, man, I'm in. Let's do it, right? I'll do it with you. And he said, well, what do we call it? What do we do? We need to figure this all out. And about six, seven years ago, I was asked to do a morning radio show, and my idea was to call it Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. So I already had the logo. I had the website. I had the imaging, all the sounders. I had everything (laughs) I needed. I just had to swap out the name. I forgot who the guy was I was doing it with, so I took out that name and put in (laughs) Jay Oakerson, and then everything worked. It was just that simple. And I sent it to him and said, tell me what you think of it. And he immediately said, I'm in, let's do it. No problem. And we started doing the show. And my thought was, I said to him, if we could get a couple of hundred people to listen to the show a week, I think that would be amazing. And here we are uh, a little over a year and a half later, and we're about to hit our millionth listen. Uh, We were number one in iTunes comedy. We're on the all things comedy network. Uh, Jay tells me on the road, but he always sees people showing up wearing SDR T-shirts. We wow. were live on the Motorhead Cruise twice. We have people that have SDR tattoos. It's just <laughs> amazing what's happened in it. In only a year and a half, it amazes me what happened.
1: It is, uh, it's definitely a great show. I urge everybody to check it out, thesdrshow.com. Um, before we let you go, uh, Ralph, again, I want to thank you for, for coming on the show. Um, is there other, uh, I am Ralph Sutton on, on Twitter, obviously. Uh, is there any other places online that uh, that people can find you?
3: Well, I am Ralph Sutton is Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Okay. Uh, the SDR Show is also Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and it's also thesdrshow.com or iamralphsutton.com. And with the SDR Show, what I tell people all the time, I always if it's a, if I'm on a date and a girl asks me about it, I have to apologize before they listen. It is certainly lowest common denominator. We try to push the boundaries of what you can get away with in uh, radio or, you know, this this new entertainment form of podcasting, even though it's 10 years old. You know, we've had girls pee in our mouths. We've done mushrooms <laughs> on the air. We've had fingers in our buttholes. We've had girls try and shove uh, dildos in their asses. But we've also had Disturbed on, Run DMC on, Gilbert Gottfried on. We've definitely um run the gamut. We try to be like what morning radio used to be, 20 years ago, but with no censorship.
1: Yeah, it's uh, the terrestrial radio has just been squeezed to the point where, you know, it's created podcasting, it's created satellite radio, and so many people just had to go somewhere else just to, just to have a normal fucking conversation.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's funny because in radio, I've seen this happen. I still do the tour bus every weekend. We're on about 50 stations around the country, but what it used to be that you just couldn't say certain words. You know, you, everyone knows the George Carlin bit and it was really just about as long as you didn't say, fuck shit, cunt. you know, certain things, you would be okay. But over the course of the last 10 years, it's turned into context. It's not about just what you said. It's how you said it. My story that I love is I got in trouble because I said once when my female co-host said to me something about needing a hammer and I said, which is such a stupid statement, I got your hammer right here, which means <laughs> nothing. It means nothing. And I got a hate letter from one of our program directors that if we continue that type of talk, they're going to have to drop the show.
1: Wow. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's sad. You know, like you, uh, I grew up listening to Howard Stern and, and great radio, and it's just for, for the FM dial, it's just all gone.
3: Yeah, I remember listening to O and A when they first started, and they had. I don't know if you were an O and A fan back in the day, but um, I loved. I loved Howard Stern since I was in, you know, since I was in uh, high school, and oh, I yeah. loved O and A when they started, and those shows would keep me sitting in the car waiting to see what was going to happen next, and yeah. that magic is gone from radio. It doesn't exist anymore. It does happen in podcasting, but you know, you're know you listening on a phone, so you can take it anywhere. Yeah. But I'll never forget sitting in a parking lot, waiting for a bit to end, because I couldn't leave without hearing what was going to happen next.
1: Absolutely. It's a shame, but it's the world we live in. We're getting old. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ralph, uh, thanks for being on the show, man. Um, anytime you want to talk about anything, got anything to promote? Just uh, let me know or have Lenny let me know, and we'll talk about it.
3: Absolutely. And i let you know, last night on the show, we had Bobby Black from High Times on. Nice. And uh, we, we went over how to rate weed. We talked about the criteria you look for. We called it the higher games instead of the hunger games. <laughs> and throughout the night, we drank, we smoked, and we did mushrooms. And I can tell you that I cannot wait to listen back. Because I do not remember the second half (laughs) of the show
0: at all.
1: Well, I will definitely check that out, and I hope everybody else uh, does as well, thesdrshow.com. Ralph, again, man, uh, thanks a ton for coming on.
3: Oh, absolutely. Uh, Thank you so much for having me, dude.
1: No problem. Have a good one. This is Ralph Sutton. I am Ralph Sutton on Twitter, the other places he mentioned. The Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll podcast the great interview. I like to talk to interesting fucking people. We don't get as hardcore on this show. I've done Salvi on the air. And while I'm always fucking high. But um. <laughs> other than that. We've had a Lady Bella Kush's masturbate masturbated on the phone a couple times. I don't know if I can do the pee in the mouth. There's certain things I'll do. For the show. but I'm not looking. For pee in the mouth. i do some shrooms. If I had a choice between shrooms and pee in the mouth, I think with pee in the mouth. Mark me down. Mark me down for uh for no pee in the mouth. That's what I meant. I picked shrooms. Never mind. I destroyed the joke anyway. Fuck it. Stern Jesus Show podcast. November 4th, 2015. We're recording that shit live on Cannabis Radio on Spreaker. Podcast on SternJesus.net CannabisRadio.com Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio All that great shit VDJ Sexy Hippie Join us in the chat area along with Cannabis Radio On Spreaker We have a little bit of time coming up We'll check out some weird shit on the internet Who knows There's always weird shit to find on the internet We'll see if we can find some
0: The Stoner Jesus Show On CannabisRadio.com
1: You're listening to the Stoner Jesus Show. Not only can Stone Jesus Show podcast be found on StonerJesus.net, you can also find them on cannabisradio.com. You can also find the show by searching Stoner Jesus on Spreaker.com and the Spreaker Radio app, also the Stitcher Radio app, iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, and iHeart.com. If you want the links to all of these, go to sternorjesus.net in the top menu bar. There's a page that says, Listen to the Stoner Jesus Show. There you can find all the different ways. You can listen to the Stoner Jesus Show podcast. All other information on the show can be found at stonerjesus.net. Shit son. We're back. (laughs) Run out of time. We only got a few minutes left. In the show. You awesome motherfuckers. You have time for one thing. It puts a lot of pressure on me because I don't know which thing to pick. Try this one. Students terrorize their teacher in class. That's gotta be good, right? Check it out on worldstarhiphop.com. So this teacher is sitting in her chair, they're throwing shit at her, they're uh, acting a fool, I guess is what you would say. One kid picked up a desk and is holding it over her head. Lady's going to hit her with it.
3: Don't
2: ask me what my name is again.
3: <laughs> Ms. Cox, how do you feel about this situation?
2: Like a cock?
0: <laughs> how do you feel? How
3: do you feeling about this I need you
2: to throw your be- what
0: Whatever you're throwing, I need you to throw them away. <laughs> I need
2: you to throw your beans away. <laughs> okay, yeah, Lady, I'm going to, to have, I'm gonna have to ask you to have a seat. You okay, not terrible. You're
1: on a Candid.
3: No, Chloe! I'm finna smack her ass with a whole bag of in
2: the middle. Adrina just saved your, it's your,
3: your, your name. Name. I dream
2: of just saying <laughs> your ass. are I need to do this. Just, oh, my I, my right.
1: Some small, soft-spoken woman. You can't even hear her because of these punks and, and, their, and their stupidity. You know what would shut him up? She pulled out a gun. Pop one of them in the leg. Like right in the thigh. But they shut up real quick, wouldn't you? Your teacher pulled out a gun and shot somebody in the thigh.
2: Cut the camera! There's Cut
0: the camera!
1: The, the one kid who was picking up the desk and she, now he's going through her drawers and uh, harassing her some more.
2: Give me the damn in the class, I need you to have a seat.
1: I need you to have a seat. Class, class, I really need you to have a seat. If you would just have a seat, that'd be really great. You guys can just sit down, please.
2: Can you help me with my assignment? Sit down. Sit down.
0: Yeah, young man, I need you to sit down in your
1: chair. Young man, I need you to sit down. You just sit down, young man. Be very helpful to me. Be great. <laughs>
2: have a seat, all of you. To have a seat. <laughs> sit your, your ass down in you your, your chair. Have a seat. <laughs> can you guys, security? Hold on. Back up. You said what? What's security? You no. there.
1: Well, you're
2: well, security.
1: security. She asked someone to get security. He said, fuck security. He's not out there. No, just no, sit down. Wherever you're security is. Ain't, ain't no security, is. girl. What you need security? What you need security for?
2: No well, she, sat out, seat, though, right. she <laughs> sat out in that seat, though, right? She <laughs> sat down in that seat, though, right? You should have a in that seat, though, <laughs> right? Once she sat down in that seat, though, y'all let that VIP pass to him.
1: Y'all, Miss Cox, I got your back, G. On folk them, we not the future of America. There you go. Stern DJ Show podcast, November fourth, two thousand fifteen. Really appreciate it if you guys listen to my podcast. Stern Jesus Show Podcast. Stern If you guys check it out. It'd be awesome. CanvasRadio.com. Really appreciate it. You know, check out my podcast. See y'all Friday night. Stern and Jesus Show. Thanks everybody for listening. And as always, peace, bitches. <laughs> You can follow Stoner Jesus on Twitter at StonerJesus420 and at StonerJesusNet. You can find St. Peter on Twitter at ST underscore Peter 420. Dankraven is on Twitter at Dankraven420. And Stoner Schizo can be found at Stoner Schizo on Twitter. Schizo is spelled S-K-I-T-Z-O. You can find all other information about the Stoner Jesus Show at stonerjesus.net